What's up, friends? Welcome to The Beautiful Mess, where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. I'm super excited to have you on this episode as we talk about minimalism. And in particular, I want to talk about three ways that you can organize your life to make it simpler, to make it easier to live. So let's just start right off the bat with one thing that can absolutely drive you nuts or make your life, I don't know, so much better. So I'm talking about surfaces, clear beautiful surfaces. Um, I, I don't know about you, but there's something about clear surfaces that's just so, mm, just treat yourself right, get yourself some clear surfaces. So what do I mean? So oftentimes your counter, your countertop is a great place where things like to just, you know, reside. It, it just becomes like a, a place to just put all those things that you don't know where to put them right away, or maybe you're just, you know, it's convenience. Um, I mean, there is a study that shows that like, basically, the messiness is actually kind of maybe a very effective way of storing things because um, it's kind of like a cache system on your computer. What the cache system does, if you don't know, is it makes those files that you need on a day-to-day basis or, you know, those programs that you use regularly or lo- those websites that you view often, like it keeps some data uh, that makes it faster when you want to access it instead of having to go, you know, into the cold, you know, a storage bin and like look it up. It's like a cache is like your desk. And then, you know, you got your storage in like your filing cabinet. So obviously you want to have your cash be the most important things. And so uh, I think minimalism can be applied in this area where you're just going to leave out those things that really bring you value on like a day-to-day basis. So maybe it's like your coffee maker because you always make coffee in the morning and you know that, you know, you're going to use it every single day. Uh, So that's a great thing to keep out. But besides that, really think about what you have on your counter or any flat surface. And this is one thing that the minimalists talk about is like, consider getting rid of, you know, flat surfaces that you don't need. Because the more flat surfaces you have, (laughs) the more likelihood that you'll end up putting stuff on it, whether you want to or not. So I highly recommend, you know, cutting back the number of flat surfaces that you have access to and just have like a rule where you, you, um, you know, keep your surfaces flat. I will happily admit that I have on my to-do list clean flat surfaces because like anybody, they seem to get out of hand eventually. So, um, but for the most part, we're pretty good about keeping our counter, you know, as, as clear as possible not to say that it doesn't happen where it gets you know a bunch of stuff on it mail comes in whatnot um but we we try our best to keep that clear um so yeah that's one tip is just clear your surfaces um the next area that i'll suggest that you minimize and reduce clutter will be your digital life and there's a couple of different places that you can do this um one being your inbox, your email inbox, because you get emails in all the time and sometimes you don't know what to do with them or maybe it's going to be something that you're going to deal with later, not right now, later. And so they just sit there in your inbox and you actually probably don't even do anything about that one email until something catches on fire. (laughs) Um, 
So I would, I'd recommend coming up with a system that works for you. One thing that I've tried to do, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, is this zero inbox um, method. I believe um, I learned about it from this uh, professor at Carnegie Mellon. I'm trying to remember his name, um, but he applied this zero inbox principle and you can kind of adapt it a little bit, but he basically had two different folders. I think maybe it's three. There was a reply folder a waiting folder and maybe like an archive folder. So the reply folder was like anything that you need to reply to, but maybe, you know, you don't like want to do it right now. So you're going you're gonna to put that in the reply folder. And then maybe there's those emails that you get that you just need to like hold on to, but like you don't need to respond to right away. So you're going to put those in the uh, waiting folder so that you can go through there, not every single day, unless you need to, but like maybe every, you know, couple days or maybe every once, once a week, whatever that interval is for you, but you can just set it aside. However, I will say something that has replaced that for me is in Gmail, they now have the snooze feature, which is fantastic. I highly recommend using this feature is you can snooze the email to appear at a specified time, you know, maybe it's a week and you know that you're going to need, I like, for example, maybe you sign up to, I don't know, a service and you want to remember to um, cancel that service. So you have that one email, maybe it was like the confirmation email and then you just snooze it for like the 14 day trial or whatever and have it come up maybe a little bit before that. So you know to cancel it before the time's up. Um, so yeah, there's definitely different ways you can approach that. Uh, but that's something that I found very useful is just using the, the you know, snooze feature. Um, but I like an alarm clock, you can use it too much. Uh, so just be conscious of that. Make sure you're snoozing when you should be, or just handle it right away. Just, you know, get it off your plate. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one way. And then the, another way is, your filing system. Create a system for filing your documents, for filing your photos that works for you. Maybe make a workflow uh, that all your photos go into this part, all your documents go into this part. One thing that I've done with like most of my important documents, things that may be related to work or related to, um, you know, household things, health, finances, I have a filing cabinet and I like to use a cloud service for this filing cabinet. And basically, um, you have the, I use the year. And then under the year, I usually put like the folders for those particular areas. So maybe you have a work folder again, a health folder, a finance folder, whatever those folders that make sense to you, um, put those folders in place. I, I'm learning a lot about folder management, file management. Uh, it's a fascinating thing. Uh, so, one thing that people suggest is having a clear filing naming convention so that when you go to find a file, you're not, you know, especially creators are like <laughs> known for this. So if you're a creator, listen up, listen up. So oftentimes you have like uh, this project final, this project final, 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 you know, you, you just add on finals or you add on like different uh, ways of describing things that, um, but it, it doesn't make any sense. Just don't do that. Um, instead, come up with a naming convention. Oftentimes, having the date up front using, oh, what is it called? There's like a, a format where basically you put the full year. So 
for example, if I was putting it in for today, it would be 2022 and then the month 03 and then the date 30. So 2022, um, 30, sorry, 2022, 03, 30. And make sure you put in the zero, even if there's, you know, it's just three, put zero, three for March. Um, and that way you always have it. You're going from general the year to specific the day and just have that format. Um, and you can put in dashes. Dashes are allowed for this format. It's like an international format. Let me see if I can find the naming of this for you. Um, let's see, file date. Da, 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 da. Okay, so it's ISO 8601. Um, that's the title of it. And yeah, so it's like a universal or international standard of dating things. Um, and so I'd, I'd highly recommend using something like that to standardize. Um, back in the day, there was importance of using dashes and um, underscores. There's still a little bit of that. Like, for example, if you're uploading files to, let's say, uh, your website, you want to make sure that they all use dashes. No other special characters, just dashes. And all the letters are undercase. Um, lowercase, undercase, <laughs> uh, lowercase. And that way, um, that's how Google likes to see it, you know, for search op- engine optimization, SEO. Um, so something to keep in mind. So if you're ever going to use it on the web, maybe consider just using lowercase. And um, maybe if you need the date, put the date in using the ISO 8601. Um, again, that's year, month, date. And you can use dashes in between those just for visually making it easier. And then um, if you want to follow like an old school way of um, like basically back in the day, computers didn't really know what to do with spaces, uh, you know, when you hit the space bar. Um, So what they would use is underscores. Dashes also work, but underscores and dashes, no special characters. Um, So maybe you come up with a naming convention where it's the date and then underscore the project, whatever it is, with dashes in between the names, and then underscore like a modifier. And the modifier can be something like a, uh, let's say, a version. So you keep track of that instead of saying final, 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 or you say the modifier is for a specific group of people. Um, And then you could also use a modifier where it's... um, who made the file. So if it's in like a folder where multiple people are making different versions of things, you can use a modifier to make that a little bit easier to see who made the, the file. Um, and again, the date is makes it super simple for sorting because um, how many times have you like tried to sort things by date and you realize because you moved a file or, you know, copied over somewhere that the date that the it was made changed because you moved it. So if you keep the date in the uh, title of the you know file, then it makes it easier to you know use. Some people suggest using this also for the folder structure. So um, instead of having like a generic, you know, for example, in the filing system, I like to use the year in addition to whatever it is like um, financial twenty twenty two. You know, instead of just saying financial because even though it's in the folder. 2022 if you ever search for financial you'll have like 20 folders that are financial and it's hard to differentiate it so um, make them as short as possible don't make them as long anyways this 
this has gone long enough. I, I it's just fascinating to me naming conventions. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear more about naming conventions, I'm happy to chat about it. I've learned quite a bit about naming stuff. Um, okay, and so that was uh, yeah, digital. Do that. Like just organize your files, make it so it's easy to find things. Get rid of you know things on your desktop. Try not to just like clean surfaces. Don't let unless you're using it maybe right away or within a week or two. Uh, I would suggest getting rid of anything on your desktop. Make that nice and clean. Um, some of your other folders that you don't want to store things in, like you just temporarily put it somewhere, consider coming up with a better system. And then your downloads folder, maybe consider clearing that out every once in a while, um, saving whatever you need. But other than that, oftentimes it just becomes a storage container of stuff that you just left over. Whew. Yeah. So that's some digital things that you can do to clean things up. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that I'll recommend is just kind of clearing up your um, workspace. So oftentimes, you know, you have your desk and you put stuff on that desk and you forget to clear it off. And I'm saying this kind of self-accusatory right now because my desk needs to be cleaned off. <laughs> but I know the... You know, it's it's always nice when you have a clean desk to work on, when you can focus on whatever it is and not have to worry about like, oh, I've got this stuff over here, over here. Um, so clean up your workspace and alongside that, and this is kind of goes back to the digital is, and maybe this should be the, the main thing instead of workspace, but like reduce the number of tools that you use to do a particular thing. What do I mean? So for example, if you use a calendar, don't have multiple calendars if possible. I do use a paper planner in addition to a digital planner, but you know, kind of try to make it so that um, you make your life easier by like, for example, if you do use a paper planner, maybe your master planner is your digital one because that one you can get anywhere. Um, there is a convenience factor, but um, make it so that it's not hard. Um, and then, for example, your tasks, your to-do, um, have a place where you put all of those. Right now, I'm loving this app uh, called Tick Tick. I heard about it from MKBHD, the one and only Marquez Brownlee. And I'm loving the app. I'm just using the free version right now, but I'm, I'm honestly tempted to upgrade, not because I feel like I need to, but just because there are some pretty sweet features. But right now, that's one of my favorite to-do apps. There's also ToDo, spelled T-E-U-X-D-E-U-X, which is also a fantastic tool. Um, highly recommend. But I, I like TickTick because like, it also allows you to use Pomodoro timers, which... You know, if you're not familiar with that, Google it. Uh, it's just a way of like, you know, pacing yourself. So you track like 25 minutes and then you have a five minute break, 25 minutes, five minute breaks. So that, that way you kind of break up the work and you can kind of see like in set chunks, like how long something's taking, if it's taking a long time, short time, whatnot. Uh, so highly recommend checking out Tick Tick. And they also have the Eisenhower Matrix, which I love. Uh, so you can have your tasks sorted by like important, urgent, important, non-urgent, not important, urgent, and then not important, not urgent. So you can kind of see where you should be spending your time because often some things that aren't important are urgent, but they shouldn't be taking your full attention away from those important uh, items on your 
matrix. So that's that's uh, some things that you can think about, digest, chew it up. Um, hopefully that's that's helpful to you. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've got any tips that you find super helpful for minimizing that kind of allow you to live a little bit freer. Uh, because that, that's a whole idea. It's not like about just getting rid of stuff. Because if you just get rid of stuff just because, like, it doesn't make sense. But if you have, like, a purpose behind it, like, you want to make your life, you know, you want to make it faster for you to sit down and hit record. Uh, that's one thing that I've done is, like, I've tried to reduce the amount of friction from me just being able to sit down here and record. Um and so set up your environment to make it easier for you to just sit down, hit record or w- whatever it is for you. Maybe it's writing. Maybe you always wanted to start a blog, you know, so you just have to set aside that time, reduce the friction, make it, you know, crazy simple to do it and then just get started. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for sticking around. Uh, I, I'm loving having you on the podcast uh and i'm i'm amazed at how many people we have listening to the podcast from all over the world so i, I want to thank you wherever you are in the world for listening to the beautiful mess uh it's been quite the ride and i'm amazed you know so far we've made it to episode 18 uh and we'll we'll see where things go but thank you for for being part of the messy fam and uh till next time my friends Oh, before you go, be sure to like, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you watch. You know, we, we're on YouTube, Spotify, and Facebook, and all the other podcast platforms that you can think of. Um, follow us there. DM me. Love to hear from you. Until next time, my friends, stay messy. Stay messy.